Hey strangers, it's Ferasti here. I just wanted to say really quickly, this episode is going to be in a bit of a different format than the other episodes. It was kind of impulsive, uh, so Brandon, Richard, and Danny aren't on this one, but I told them that our guest this week is coming from LA to do a production in Pennsylvania, and I really wanted him on the podcast, so we drove up three hours. Uh, me, Dawr, and Shamir, who you guys know from the Ronald Pono videos, uh, they really wanted to meet him as well, so we all did it together. Uh, he ended up being a super friendly and genuine dude, so I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Um, just make sure that you are subscribed to us on the podcast app uh you're following us on soundcloud and give us a like on facebook we're under strange flavors for all of those and if you want to email us or send us your music that we play between the transitions and at the end uh you can email us strange flavors podcast at gmail.com i've got the links to all of our stuff in the description um all right guys thanks for listening and here's the episode what celebrity would play you in a hollywood film um crap ryan reynolds Hasan minaj Dev patel Shia LaBeouf. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Strange Flavors. It is another week, another stranger, another flavor. My name is Faraz. My name is Dower, a.k.a. Daywood. My name is Shimmer. And today we have a very special guest with us. Labib, what's up, guys? Yay! Hey, what's up, Labib? So, real quick, uh, if you don't know Labib, um, he's our stranger on the show today. Labib has been on the popular React series on YouTube, which has 8 million subscribers, and it's made by the Fine Brothers, who have 16 million subscribers currently. Um, and he's been on it since he was a teen, and now he does college kids react with them, and he has his own YouTube channel, which is like closer to 60K subscribers now, um, and he does MMA. And he's also of Pakistani descent like us. So, um, yeah, Labib, thanks so much for joining us. Of course, man. I was very excited to do this, this podcast. Is... And, guys, I've been I've been looking at their stuff for a while. You know, Brown, Brown Code, um, all their parodies they do. So, yeah, it's oh, really man. cool to finally, oh. finally meet them. Us so much. Thank right? you for the love. Yeah, but this is, this is about you. This podcast is about you, man. It's about everyone. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> we're, we're sitting in uh, his hotel room right now. <laughs> guys, we're about to start burning up. It's really hot in here. This it's getting setup, super hot. Yeah, this yo. setup is like the most legit I've seen, but it's crazy because we're doing it in that, like a small, basically motel hotel. Like hotel room, if yeah. that makes sense. In yeah. Pennsylvania, right in now. Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, in the middle, in the middle of bo- nowhere. There's yeah. a storm outside. Yeah, <laughs> we drove three hours to yeah. meet Labib. We here, linked so. up. Okay, we, yeah. it's a good story. The first time we all met was at a Crackle Crackle Barrel. <laughs> crackle Barrel. Yeah. In, in the middle of a storm in Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg. Yeah. 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 So if you're in Bloomsburg, <laughs> shout out to you. But your town kind of sucks. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, shout out to you because like, if you're still a cool person from this town, like that means if you're, you're a cool person. That's a lot coming out from you on the inside. You a real one. Oh yeah. I mean, showing your creative side. <laughs> but it's kind of like low-key like a scary town like you'd see this in a haunted movie or something oh definitely if you're stranded here and your gas runs out you know like, imagine dude last night the person knocked on my door couldn't tell who it was <laughs> i was like man i don't really want to go out this way it's my first time alone and you were saying that was a random person yeah he knocked on the door he seemed inebriated like i think he was probably drunk or something and he had a motorcycle uh, helmet on and he banged on my door and i thought for sure it's going to be like uh, vince or someone like the producers to mess with me because they know like they was asked like, okay, let be if someone knocks on your door, like, what are you gonna do? I'm like, if I feel threatened, I'm gonna go outside, like, fight, like, defend myself, right? Yeah. So I thought I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be Vince or someone knocking the door. I look outside the little, you know, thing where you can see someone outside. I'm like, oh, shit, this is someone the. F- okay, am I allowed to cuss? <laughs> we don't really know anymore because okay. people, yeah. people come on here and cuss all the time. We'll pretend you didn't. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I looked through the, the little uh, slit or whatever, and the guy had a motorcycle helmet on, and he was groaning and knocking. I was like yeah you're not supposed to be here so and he kept like looking around 
and to send a message back i banged on the door back hard twice i was like <laughs> that's how you do it i was like bah, bah. i was like wrong place and he's like oh my bad my bad and <laughs> Dude, that's kind of scary yeah like, motorcycle helmet yeah motorcycle because like it could hit you in the head yeah and knocked out if yeah. anything happens i was saying all right i'm gonna have to level change on this one blast double like for real <laughs> blast <I'm> double like, <laughs> blast double or, bo- or body shots like i'm definitely can't punch him in the head like Mm, but dude, I throw curse you, bro. All right, throw curse you. That's yeah, the number my number one. Wallet? Where's my wallet? I had it. It's in there. The little thing. When I, whenever I go on flights, my mom she has to put it in your wallet. So I was ready to what go. Was it like a card? Yeah, the card. Yeah, the card. card. Yeah, the card with That's the funny. with the the whole dual there. Yeah. That's funny. But uh, yeah, welcome to the East Coast. This is your first time here. Uh, not the first time on the East Coast, but the first time in Pennsylvania and like okay. this area. I've been to New York before. Yeah. Because I've had okay. family here and stuff like that. But my first time on my own, and the first time where I'm like kind of like, like an adult yeah. now like i can function on my own mm. it's kind of weird if you think like it's weird right when we grow up it's like before you need your mom to do everything like hold yeah. your hand and I, i'm out here in a freaking hotel room doing like a podcast this is crazy i mean it might not be like you know it'd be cool if i'm in my own hotel room with like stuff, two bottles of whiskey and like i got girls coming through but instead i'm doing i'm doing a podcast with three of my boys no, you're not yeah, nap, yeah, bro you're I'm not, not nap. oh yeah Stop i'm not trying to be nap. I'm not, I'm, i don't have tablets like i'm best buy all these lines he has no but um yeah welcome to the welcome to the east coast we got farms here we got beaches here we got the we got uh, city nice greenery yeah. we got mountains na- we got nazis here oh. <laughs> mm. we yeah, got all the above is that weird for you because like the the um I guess the stereotype is that like you know West Coast people are like super mad chill and everything. Liberal. Yeah. East Coast, liberal. we're like we're hype over here. Yeah. Everybody like you know, especially New Working Yorkers, like, like hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, we got it's, some it's we got some stuff cracking over here. It's a different level of energy, but same yeah. like I don't know, like me as a person, it's almost of a combination because I'm like very relaxed and like get along with most people. But at the same time, like I like to get hyped up, hyper. And like, if I go somewhere, I'll randomly like hit up a person. Like, Yo, what are you doing? Like, if someone's driving on the road, mm. and like they say what's up to me, or, like I'll say what's up, like right back, and say like nice shot, like random stuff, the yeah. most random stuff. So it's like East Coast and West Coast combined. Like it's fun being out here. Like mm. the energy's dope. But so far, you know, like Pennsylvania, just like yeah, he's just, also in Bloomsburg, so he just hasn't been, it's just been it's just been like white people looking at me like, oh wow, you have a little darker skin there. Like, They're just you, looking at you a little bit funny. You, oh yeah, dude, like especially yeah. like waitresses, like they've never seen like a brown like Middle Eastern person. Like, like oh, what's, you need more coke in that or what? Coke. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, we were just uh, kind of highlighting kind of like where you started from, mm-hmm. how we know you in the first place. So can you talk to us a little bit about like how you got started with like the Fine Brothers? Okay, so the whole YouTube thing, yeah. like the most random thing in my life. So basically, I've I was watching the Fine Brothers before I even got on. I was seeing kids react, kids react, kids yeah. react stuff like that. And Teens React already started too. I think they're like six months in or something. Mm. And I was like, man, this is a dope show. Like, this is really cool. Mm. And I was already a YouTube fan as it was. Like, I started watching YouTube with like guys like Nikahiga mm. and all, how to be a gangster you know those like classic, I, I, yeah, iconic classics. classic stuff iconic. Love that stuff. back in like uh sixth grade um and i was like yo this is dope you know i'm, I'm a fan of this stuff uh beforehand actually funny story is the fine bros did a, a search for like a teens react person to come in for one episode and i tried this out when i used to be like like it was an audition yeah okay. like i was like one special episode and I was like, this is my opportunity to be on it. How'd you, how'd you find out about it? I was online. It was on their own vid- video, right? Oh, okay. It was your video. And this is when I, I tried this out when I was fat, actually, back in the day. And I didn't get on. I didn't get an email back. Dang. And I was like, damn, that sucks. I really want to try this show out. Whatever. What happened, right? I started my diet a couple months later. Six months later, I lost 110 pounds, right? Dang. Like, that's a different story, whatever. But um, 
they had an audition on Facebook out of nowhere. And I was like, you know what? It's there. Let's try it again. This time I sent in my pictures and information about myself. And I got an email back saying, oh, here's a questionnaire. Fill this out and we'll let you know. About a week later, they said, oh, um, we film here and here. Come in for like an audition or your first taping. And it was crazy because literally this was, if I didn't decide to log in on the Facebook that day, literally that second or if I click something else instead of fine bros, I would have never seen, seen it. Wait, so are you saying because the weight changed that you think you got it the second time? or I, I Maybe by chance, something. I don't know uh-huh. what it was. Did, did, would you ever ask them that? or I, They don't know. Oh. They don't even know that I don't because there's they get so many applicants. They don't even know that I've I tried to get on the first time. Dang. I've actually never told anyone. This is the first time I'm saying on a podcast. Oh, wow. oh exclusive, extreme flavor. This, this is actually exclusive. Dang. No one, boom, 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 boom. other than like a couple of my homies, no one ever knows I I try to get on React yeah. before when I was bigger. Did, I never uh, didn't get an email back. Did you possibly think it'd work out like this? Like never, you, never oh, in a million years. Fate. Oh wow, never in a million years. So I saw the the post. And I was like, oh, let me try it out. You know what? I didn't even think I didn't even think of the mindset, oh, now that I'm skinny, I'll get on. It's like, oh, this is like a Facebook post f- to become like a regular or whatever. And this is the first time they're ever taking auditions because usually they did their stuff through casting websites. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do it. Why not? So I did it and it happened. They emailed me back. I went in and I thought I bombed it. I was like, wow, that was that was really bad. How, what was the audition like? They just asked you to react to something? It's just like a, like a, like a normal like a filming. Show. You okay. come in. Back then it was a different process because like it was smaller. Uh-huh. Yeah. You come in, they show you a video. It's like, it's like, it's crazy. Like you, like I was like, my head was like, yo, what's going like on? it's happening. I'm really here. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm really here doing this now. And I'm sitting like in the first time I went into film, the first person that came down the elevator was freaking Leah Marie Johnson. Damn. The goat of teens react, uh-huh. right? And I was like, "Oh, play, play it cool, play it cool." You can't, you can't act like you're a fan. Is or that something, the blonde right? girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah the okay. really famous blonde chick, right? Yeah, I couldn't act like I was a fan because, like, I can't, you know, got to be kind of cool. You know what I cool mean? To be. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I was just looking over my paperwork and contracts, like, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, like, you know, making big moves in LA, like looking over with my mom and stuff. She's walking with her manager, so I didn't even say hi. I was like. I was like, I'm too busy looking at this money. You know what I mean? Sixteen year old Labib never hugs a girl in his life. Doesn't even <laughs> like, like nothing. Like, cause um, I I went into the audition a month after I lost the weight, so it was like a 180. Like my like life was a, like a new thing. Like life was a new thing. <laughs> so Brand I'm, new Labib. Yeah, I'm walking in and I didn't say hi to her and I don't know where she turned by turns around and says, Hey, I'm Leah. And in my head, I'm like, I know who you are. <laughs> hey, I'm Labib. What's up? I said, Whatever. I go up. And then the, it's like the whole process. You like you have your call time. Be sure you're on time. And I say, oh, you're up. You go inside. Mm-hmm. First time ever being Benny and Rafi, I was mad tripping hard. I was like, yeah. this is real. Yeah. Like, I saw the teens rock wall behind me, and I saw them in front of me. And I was like, man, I've seen so many episodes of this show and everything, and they're in front of me. Like I'm watching them. Like I'm like a fan of the show already. So I'm sitting there, and we start react doing the thing, and like I said one or two funny things that like they laughed at. But overall, I thought I was like, oh, that was not good. Yeah. I blew my shot, right? Yeah. Whatever. And then back then, if you guys remember, I don't know if you guys watched back then, it was like Teen Drag was the only type of React video back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would release Teen Drag every two weeks, right? Because yeah. they hadn't had kids. It was all on the Fine Brothers channel. Yeah, Fine yeah. Brothers only and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then videos came out every uh, Sunday, and we filmed Saturday or Sunday or something. And the next day, a new video comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Back then, I had no idea what editing was. So my video didn't drop. I was like, oh my God, I did so bad to delete the whole video. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh no, it was that bad. Heartbroken. I was like, ah. And this was right when winter break started. So three weeks of winter break, 
just like depressed <laughs> depressed oh, like nothing dang a couple weeks later right out of nowhere on their facebook page it says boom teens react to dumb ways to die drops tomorrow i'm like yo i'm in that episode yeah oh shit. and the preview the bonus had my face on it i was on the thumbnail i was like what <laughs> i'm on the thumbnail for my first one so i was like okay okay and there's a yeah. preview they don't show you what what it is what's a preview the next day the next morning i opened it up i was on the thumbnail but i literally said nothing i was like wow this is really really bad i said one joke and they cut me off the rest and i'm just like touching my face i look awkward and like now i know oh, why these why these actor kids take care of their skin i look yellow on there it's bad like it's really bad right i'm like okay whatever you know we did it once it's fine the next morning, the first day of the spring semester happens, I come home, I check my email. It's from the production people. It's like, hey, we loved you, uh, and we want to make you part of the regular cast. Oh, dang. Wow. I was mad tripping. I was like, no way. They yeah. said they want me to be part of the regular cast. And then from there... Dude, you were also like the only brown boy, right? Only yeah. First Pakistani yeah. kid, only Pakistani first kid. Brown boy. That's crazy. Dude, do you first brown boy. Crazy. Like, first brown kid to ever... Like, yeah. I don't care, like... What they say, like first brown boy on on YouTube. <laughs> let him know. Like, let I don't know. No one got these. Like, I, there's know. obviously Zandalian stuff, like on yeah. an individual level, but you don't got fine bros numbers. <laughs> I don't care. No, dude. Um. So like when kids react was big and everything, and then when uh. So I'd been watching. It was all it, white and people. And when <laughs> I saw when I saw teens react, and I saw you. Do you understand? Like, and and I'm speaking on my behalf because I feel like this is the feeling that a lot of kids had. So uh-huh. this is like as a Pakistani kid, I'm like. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, I got and super I was immediately hyped. like, like yo, okay, the what's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Labib Yasser. Okay, I'm gonna find out everything about yeah. this guy because I want to know him uh-huh. and I want to like support. That's the crazy. Crap That's out so of awesome him. to hear. That's really cool. Here, I've Dude. seen those messages like on my Twitter and stuff. Yeah. But it's obviously a very different feeling when I see it in person, you know? Because like, yeah, it, I I love it. That's why like I rep the whole thing so hard. People yeah. think I'm like. Oh, trying to like increase a certain X, you know, following from this there. And I'm like, no, dude, because I know literally when I started on that YouTube thing, there was no Pakistani people who yeah, were like yeah. doing anything. Yeah. So I was like, it was when I got, when they sent me the email saying like, oh, you're part, we want you to be part of the regular cast now. You don't know. Like, I was like, this is crazy. Cause I knew like literally seven months ago, I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a guest for one episode didn't happen, but instead I became a regular. I was yeah. like, Dang. From from that day after I lost all the weight and that happened too, I was like I can do anything in my life. Anything's possible. Wow. Yeah. I was like That's if it, I was like if anything's gonna like if it, if God wants it to happen, it will happen no matter what. Mm. From then I was like I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't care about it. I changed. My mom and parents want me to become pre med. I was like no, nah, I'm becoming business marketing and stuff. Okay. Uh, everything. Wow. I was like you know. Shift of I was like I was like no, this is happening. Cause you got your chance. Everything's happening yeah. by itself. Like I like like if we go into the weight loss thing. Uh, no one thought I'd ever do it. Everyone made clown uh, clown me. Yeah. I remember the the day I decided to do it. My dad. I was like, I came home from practice. I was furious. I was throwing everything out of my the fridge. Pissed off, right? Like, because yeah. I couldn't do a certain stretch in karate, and I was like mad at myself. Like, how bad have you let yourself go mm. that you can't touch your knee? Right? I was wow. angry at myself. So I was throwing everything out of the out of the fridge, and then my dad came home later that day. He was like, "Why are you throwing everything out?" And my mom said, "Oh, it's because he's gonna go. On. He's going on a diet, right?" He said, "Oh, a diet. So he's gonna gain back." Five, plus more five next by next week and by the time he said that i was like no 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 i'm gonna prove you wrong and my first goal was 50 and i ended up losing 110 instead and wow. what was the time yeah, span of that six months well, six months what, what was the crazy. process then what'd you do like this braziness every day like eight mile runs every day and like eight mile runs. my morning breakfast was like on some like steve cook bodybuilding 
Like, <laughs> it was like <laughs> one scoop of uh, oatmeal, one scoop of protein. I would cook it at home the night before. Meal prep. Yeah, wake yeah. up the next morning, eat at, um, at high school, and it's like all jelloed out because I made it the night before. So mm-hmm. it's like cold, no mm-hmm. sweetener, nothing. For lunch, salad. Came home, uh, cardio can of tuna. And dinner, um, four ounces of chicken, like tandoori chicken. Yeah. Gotta have some flavor. Yeah. Brown rice and spinach. That's Dang. it. For six months straight. Did you ever like want to give up or? No, no, no. It was addicting. It was addicting. I, I, I like straight up from it. I like got an eating disorder too. Cause like whenever I wanted, like if I was at a house party or like at, or if I was at some auntie's house, she'd be like, some biryani. You're getting so skinny. I would literally get mad at myself than mad at her. It was like, cause honestly, now that I know about nutrition, eating biryani would have done nothing. Like I would have still lost weight. But at that time I was so like addicted to the process. If someone brought up like just eat this chicken or like this biryani palau, I'd get pissed off. Like craziness. Yeah. Like I don't know. I would be angry. I would like slam the doors and like go upstairs. And now I look back and I was like, man, you had an eating disorder like really bad. Yeah, yeah learn from it. to it though. That's awesome. Oh no. Yeah. Once it's like personally for me, it's like when someone's like, you can't do this. Shit, oh, you it's, like it's, go it's, it's a wrap. It's a challenge. It's a Especially when my dad said it, like it hit so hard. I was like, my dad literally said. Yeah, he says this every time. He's gonna be five pounds heavier next week, mm. and I was I was just so like, wow. you when you need to get. I just got fed up with myself. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, you know how you have like those thoughts sometimes, like late at night, like you think to yourself, like you talk all this, but you're doing that in real life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I since I was twelve, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a pro fighter one day. I'm gonna be in the UFC. But I was saying like, you can't even do a push up. Who the fuck are you gonna fight? Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's from there, I was like, nah, I gotta change it. Mm. And then from there, yeah. When so, did, go ahead. When did you like wanna start becoming, you know, part of UFC and? Um, it's happened. Um, actually, going to karate, MMA, MMA, MMA UFC. Yeah, <laughs> going into karate and like MMA and stuff was also like kind of by chance too, because uh, in middle and elementary, I was really into um football. Actually, really into football, and I played with a lot of the high school kids and stuff in elementary. Like I was bigger, but a good arm. I played QB. I would like I. I was big, so I didn't I didn't run or anything, but I had good accuracy and good timing. So in those five seconds, they would almost blitz me. I would usually get the pass down the field, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, but only issue was if you got past five seconds, I would get you know probably hit and like because movement you can't move being big that kid, as a big as a kid. So instead, of my parents were like, look, you should lose weight first, and then we'll look into it. So my dad put me in a karate studio when I was 11 years old uh, for the summer after sixth grade. And I started training that summer and, like, started liking it. It was fun. I always liked fighting as a kid. Like, I would just, like, mess around, like, Power Rangers, like, just kick random stuff. My mom would be like, yo, calm down. What are you doing? <laughs> and then I started liking it. I started sparring, which is, like, practice fighting. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it would be pretty easy for me just to, like, when I was fighting the kids, like, their timing was just slow. So they would be doing something kind of scary. I was like, oh, I'm just going to hit them real quick. And I'll just get them. Like, oh, yeah. this it's an addicting feeling knowing you can just, like, hit someone before they hit you or, like, they can't hit you, move your head around. Or they try to do something and you just, you're just like, like chilling. So I got addicted to it, and I kept training, training, training. I got my black belt in hapkido uh, under my first place, and I started doing kickboxing. And I started fighting Muay Thai when I was 16, and then I kept going. And then from there, I went into sparring, like uh, into jujitsu and then MMA, and like it just progressed. But it literally, ha- me going into MMA happened because of trying karate for the summer in sixth grade. Wow. Yeah. So you had like this huge just peak of like. First, you just, like, set this challenge for yourself. Yeah. You started losing all this weight, and then you got into, like, fighting, got better mm-hmm. at that. Then you got into this reacting. Did, did you have, like, a huge ego boost at that point? Not really. Like, I was Still, I was pretty, I would say, like, 
I was always confident, you know, yeah. even when my mom always laughed at me because um, I don't have those videos anymore on my computer. I actually used to make old YouTube videos, um, UFC predictions when I was fat. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I call myself the beast from the Middle East. Hey. And I used to do uh, UFC predictions. I was like, oh, Lyoto Machida is going to win by second round KO. Fat K is sitting in front of the webcam talking. Uh, or even I would do stuff like go on the webcam and lip sync. Hey. I, I was doing yes. musically before. Oh, musically you were the thing. Numa Numa guy. I was doing stuff like like TI like I thought I was light skin I was like a 180 pound six rider that's awesome like unbelievable confidence awesome. I was like where is this coming from like have you seen yourself <laughs> no, so you said you weren't um I wasn't I wasn't like I was confident to yeah. myself but in public very very shy okay when I graduated yeah. high school most people didn't know I went to my school until in, in, until second semester because after I lost the weight they thought I transferred Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was that's like, so no, that's, that's what's up. Though. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm Labib. Like, flex on Labib. Like, what the heck? Yeah. I didn't flex. I was just like, yeah, I'm Labib. And I didn't. I never talked about my YouTube stuff in high school either. Okay. Because okay. it just is okay. like. So you were just kind of low key. I, yeah. Because that's it was awesome. just a personal type of thing. Yeah. Because my high school, like, awesome. there was uh, most of the kids were like, like different. They, yeah. they, oh, you got Instagram followers. Like, let's be homies. Let's let's link up. Let's collab. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Let's 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 create. You want to be like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of the kids found out on this thing called grad night when all the kids we go to um disneyland right okay. all, all the high schools go there yeah so when you go to disneyland where all the other high school kids are there high school kids watch change react oh so uh, you started popping off so i people started asking for photos Dang. and all the instagram famous in quotes whatever i don't know what they had yeah. back then girls from school like why are people taking photos of you i was like oh I, like i just do some videos and stuff and in class if someone ever found out like like why do you have like 9k i was like i bought them or something like i would say shit like i would say shit i bought Humble them or, no no because i know like yeah, yeah like they know what i know yeah. what they want yeah, I know yeah what they definitely want. so i was like oh i bought them like i'm like oh i'm pakistani we buy like arab followers i would say i would say the most random shit to get them off my case because yeah. i didn't want to explain it because yeah. usually anyone would find out was because like if the video ended up being on the front page mm. and then in class i remember in ap environmental science like my homie, I didn't even tell him. He showed up like, yo, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it might be. He's another kid. Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you were, you were getting like, nah, bro, you're racist. That's not me. <laughs> so at grad night, that's where it popped off. Like, yeah. all the kids, they're like, oh. Like, I remember, like, the, this one Instagram girl out of school, she had, like, crazy followers. She, like, she had 40K back in high school. That's a lot. Like, yeah, 40K is, yeah. back then. And right she was. Now, I think it's yeah. Yeah, so even, yeah, even now, like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And she had, like, she was friends with, um, like friends with like uh the kylie jenner squad like uh all those people right Dang. and then she saw me like people taking photos of me she was like she was like oh i didn't you do stuff i'm like yeah, yeah like some videos <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you were um you said you weren't getting hugs back then how many hugs are you getting nowadays <laughs> mashallah brother we stay halal no mashallah like going off this like youtube whole thing um I'm always like curious, like are kids in LA growing up like are does everybody kind of want to be like in the entertainment or like does everybody kind of like always is trying not re- out? Not really at all. Really, no, not really at all. Like, like not even trying out or auditioning. Mm, like mm, stuff comes up here and there. Maybe my school, the area I'm from, I'm from like the Valley area, and my school there's been like a lot of kids who are, like there's parents and stuff who've been within the industry, so they're like they've done that as a childhood, and maybe tried it out at one point. Okay. Yeah. But most kids, no, nah, they're doing their own thing. Like unless you're in that in that vibe, like I have friends who are into film. And they're like DPs or like directors and going to doing stuff at that setting. Mm. But most people are normal, dude. Like my most of my friends, bio majors, like um, going to like UCLA, 
I, my all my fight friends they don't know what the heck this is they they just do normal like yeah. it's normal to me but like just compete and stuff like that but it's not as crazy as like um if you grew up in la it's not that big but everyone who moves into la they all think Is yeah man that, yeah. i'm here to become yeah. famous you see all the whatever. youtubers and the viners yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all moving into la so it's they're, like is that where talking to them is so different it's so weird because okay. their perception of la is so different than mine for me la is home like i'm right. like this yeah. whatever i'm here and i'm i ended up on this path of like doing this stuff but it was never intended but these people have literally like given up everything in their life to come out here and you yeah. know yeah make it happen like the dream like i know someone who moved out from baltimore or maryland actually uh or i think something baltimore's in maryland or oh yeah my bad or pennsylvania somewhere over there he drove all the way to la Dang. to live a life and like I, I think even now he's like living out of his car and stuff like to yeah make I, it happen. I, mean, I, I know that's a lot crazy. of stories like yeah. that yeah. in la that's why i'm always yeah. wondering like yeah to make it know, happen is it, is it really like popping like that mm-hmm. over there there's people out here really wanting to be like that but if also mm-hmm. you, you when you grow up in la you also it doesn't really work that way either yeah. like yeah. a lot of these people who are in it it's because they have mad connects in the okay. industry mm-hmm. like their parents are friends with like a dp or a producer or a camera operator or like homies with like will smith like somehow like they worked on some project back yeah it's a lot of connections a lot of that is this something that you were kind of always interested in like i mean especially with where you're going now is it kind of something that you have to be like you know no dude i don't like i'm not really interested in any of like becoming an actor it hasn't crossed my head at all like entertainer in general entertainer yeah i mean as a kid I'll, i'll be honest um I always maybe like something I'm like maybe you know people who want 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 to have fame or like lacking something maybe I like lack love from someone or some shit. But every ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be like, oh, I want to be famous, kind of like I want to yeah. be known for something. Okay. I want to be I don't know what I want to be known for, but ever since I was a kid, I, I liked attention. Like oh like mm-hmm. oh like being a famous actor or something would be cool. I don't know what it was, but like I thought the idea was dope that people know you just for you. It's cool. So maybe because of that in my head. It ended up like I kept pursuing even fighting. It's like you're you're basically like most of the fighters you compare. If you're a fighter, you're basically a stripper. You're fighting <laughs> in the middle in front of everyone, yeah. no clothes on, for money. That's it. You're a prize fighter. You're fighting for someone's cash at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's similar. So there's there's definitely something like psychologically like that makes me want to oh be like get you know recognized for something and do that. It might be yeah. positive or negative, but it's there. And same thing. That's why I like with stuff now like whatever path I end up on, like, I, I am considering doing, like, maybe commercial acting, stuff like that, haven't dived in it yet, because I'm focused on YouTube right now, but maybe, but, yeah, it's weird, ever since I was a kid, I was always, like, I want attention or, like, fame, but I never knew why. Mm-hmm. Would you ever, like, blend in MMA and YouTube, like? That's basically been my whole plan since I was, uh, like, 16, that's why I wanted to do Teens React. Okay. Because I knew, like, if I was a, f- uh, there's a lot of fighters, a lot of good fighters, and I think some of the best fighters are probably not even known. They're probably out there in the mountains of Afghanistan or Uzbekistan or Russia, mm-hmm. you know, in the farms. They probably break me in half with the ty- type of lives they live daily on the farm and stuff. There's a different strength in them, you know what I mean? Like mountain yeah. men. Yeah. They could probably break me, whatever. Farmers. Yeah. Exactly. But they'll never get the exposure be known because their brain is um, it's uh, programmed in the way of saying, oh, I'm a real man. I fight. I'm strong. I don't need this YouTube, Instagram stuff. I'm just whatever that's great but to actually do something go with it you have to be smart you know what i mean that's why i respected conor mcgregor when he first came up so much because he knew everyone can be a great fighter but getting that paycheck or getting to the top it has to be a systematic way so the whole question with youtube and the mma thing 
is when I turned when I was like getting into the whole fight scene, I was like, okay, to make money off this or anyone knowing me or becoming on getting a big payday or like ending up the main event, people have to know me, come out to watch me. Yeah, you have to and be I a said, public YouTube, figure. YouTube is the yeah. perfect way to do this. Yeah. So if I'm a YouTuber, I don't know any other YouTuber who fights MMA. Yeah. I don't know any other YouTuber who fights MMA is Pakistani, mm-hmm. and I don't know any MMA fighter who does YouTube and is Pakistani. Yeah, so you're going to make your own unique thing exactly, with combining just, yeah. all those things. And at the same time, I always thought, you know, education is key. So go to school, be educated. I can fight. Like, it was like a triangle offense situation. So and you was, said you're studying marketing in marketing, school yeah. right now? So okay, I always so went so to business. So I was like, marketing, let's, it's already a strong thing. Let's use this to make everything stronger. Okay, dude, gotcha. that's awesome. He's building like a trifecta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's trifecta good. has been it's in my head. It's all going towards like one. Yeah, it's goal it's, it's, it's hard to explain sometimes to people like my coaches or my teammates. Sometimes they think I'm being lazy or something. That I'm some days I'm focusing more on the YouTube thing. Yeah, but there's an end goal in mind that I have. It's yeah, just hard to explain to everyone. Or sometimes if I can't film, like recently, like sometimes I've like I've shot collabs and I've left early, and people in the comments are like, "Yo, why do you leave early?" They don't know I have practice. I have to go to. I'm training for a fight. Mm-hmm. Or like I can't make it a practice. I've uh, or I can't go to practice because I have a test or I have online studying. Like it sometimes seems to people like oh I'm like slacking somewhere, but really there's an end goal in mind that I'm focused on. Yeah, but it's hard to explain to people. Um, so like going back to like growing up in LA and everything, what's it what's it like being um like a Muslim and of Pakistani descent? Like, are you do you have like a strong community or like you know how are you perceived there there's definitely a strong community of muslims maybe not as much as pakistani the valley the area i'm from is the valley which it's a lot of um what do you call a lot of persians afghan israeli jewish people um pakistani community is stronger probably like 30 40 miles away but to be honest, it's it's been always hard to relate to them. I've never related to a lot of my uh, like fellow Pakistani people. Like my mom's kind of raised me differently. Like she never was into like you know like auntie talks like that stuff. She always mm-hmm. got annoyed by that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like kids always arguing over rain. Like I don't know. You know how brown communities the are. The brown mentality, competition, the brown mentality, everything. Competition. My mom never liked it. Mm-hmm. My mom never liked it. So I grew up with a lot of like a lot of different like cultural kids. Like. Some of my best friends are kids, like, he was Russian, Vietnamese. Okay. Uh, one was Indian. Um, so we were like that, and I never, like, really... I had a good Pakistani friend. He's still one of my best, best friends now. But, like, I never, like, got too deep in the Pakistani community. Gotcha. And a lot of times, like, since they knew I hung out with a lot of different kids, I didn't have, like, the same mindset of, like, oh, I, I go home, I watch dramas, or I drink chai <laughs> every day, or I do stuff like that. It was hard for me to relate to people. Or, like, I was one of those kids who, like, never liked, like, they butted. What I, all, you know, like, all this food and stuff? I would mm. always be, like, I mean, chill. Culturally, you weren't that intact, but... I wasn't intact, like, but, like, so that made me excluded by a lot of the other people. Okay. So it just kept pushing me. But now it's so different, because now I'm, like, oh, like, I want to be more involved with it. Mm. So it's, like, I just connect with people directly, like, mind you know what yeah. i mean i don't look at like what your mom makes for food or like yeah. you know this you know well, i think also is when you're younger growing up especially it's your like parents dictate who you hang out with almost you know what i mean yeah, and like also being different like you kind of feel like okay i need to find how i blend into everybody mm-hmm. and if you see another pakistani kid you're like okay i got i can't like be associated because mm-hmm. i don't want to get mixed in but then when you get older you're like you know there is this community of like pakistani americans where it's like you know, so these, some of these kids, they don't like that mm-hmm. ballet and cricket yeah, and all so, that. Yeah, and they exactly. don't speak Urdu. It, the, so it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure you're starting to find that a little bit more exactly. now. Exactly. Like, as a kid... That probably know, goes with all of us. Uh, yeah. Truly, because as a kid, think about it. Yes, there's an X amount of people you're going to talk to. You know what I mean? And right. if that's... 
if that's the only thing you see within your community, you're like, uh, like, I'm, there's no one for me to relate with. But as you get older, your horizons, you know, expand. You end up doing podcasts in Pennsylvania with homies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it gets like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but definitely the slowly i'm loving it like i'm meeting more pakistani people especially pakistani american like community and that's like one of my big goals is like be a big like like role model role model yeah, yeah i want kids to do you do... feel that do you feel like a sense of responsibility like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i definitely not like to from do a, the right thing from a cocky reason i don't think like oh just because people like see me i'm a role model it's dude straight up like if you are if you do end up building a following you can you know try to be deep and say like i didn't choose this life like i don't i don't have to be a role model to anyone yeah it's like you know you have you have it it yeah. is what it is like yeah. this this life chose you you know what i mean and depending on how you want to lead people people will follow what you do at the end of the day like if you like it or not it's gonna happen yeah so me being me that's why i love like you know keep it halal whatever like that's haram whatever yeah like throwing like, a little culture yeah yeah because why not people should know about it and Definitely. i think i think it's key like I, I don't promote drinking, smoking, any of that stuff in my videos. I'm like, just do, and I and I say from like, I don't do it because of religious and sports. Like, both those things have kept me away from it. Mm-hmm. So I always preach it. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's everyone has their own life. I'm not saying it's bad. You're a bad person if you do it. Whatever. This is just how I. That's live. how you live your. This, how, this is how yeah. I live my life. Keyword sure. my life. Sure. If you do it, I have nothing against you. Some of my best friends they party every day. Mm. The, the kids who go to. SC, they do like shit like they like they do coke and like crazy stuff they do uh-huh. their thing they're college kids i have nothing yeah. else they're living their life it is not my life you right. know what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah that's and right. i just i just preach how i live my life on my channel definitely and it's good that you're doing that because like with everything that's going around mm-hmm. especially in the u.s with like muslims like it's good to see like positive just genuine mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but just uh like south asians in general mm-hmm. in the limelight that are doing these positive things mm-hmm. while because like normally the media is portraying us as like in such a different way exactly, exactly. Yeah, dude yeah. hassan minhaj was like there's a brown renaissance coming yeah big time like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a there's a Riz was on Riz the uh, time cover yeah. and that's what he was saying is like jimmy what was it jimmy fallon was asking him like you know what does it feel like being on the time magazine cover and he was just kind of like saying this thing where he's like you know it's not about me it's about like you know that little kid that sees this magazine and sees another guy that looks like him and it's related exactly. it's not about riz emma yeah. it's about so much you bigger. know that kid the message that kid, exactly because think about it the brown culture we're either always portrayed as that nerdy kid who was the mit or is you gonna you know do your computer or something like that (laughs) or he's like the terrorist there's never been like yo you're like a dope like dude just casual yeah casual why can't i be just a casual man i just like do my thing yeah like i'm waiting on a brown superhero like that would that'd be so funny that'd be sick like especially with what's going on in the world right now to see a brown person as a superhero portrayed like that would be amazing we asked this we asked this question on um on brown code what do you think would be like yeah. a super superpower for a brown superhero? A superpower for a brown, um, hmm, I could be super stereotypical and be like, say something about food. I'm sure you got a lot of answers <laughs> with that. Prata, prata. Prata. Um, <laughs> showing up on time. I was just about to say that. Uh, you read my mind. Um, hmm. I was thinking Aladdin is kind of like our brown superhero coming up. Man, they ruined that. <laughs> why yeah, well, bro the, the way they didn't like they overdid the the casting thing and like just made it into a whole like mess other than just doing the correct way right off the bat you know that's annoying okay. me instead yeah so i was like i know like there's so many people out there you don't have to do this yeah, there's like, so many talented yeah, people yeah they had to yeah. do it but if he had a superpower i think it would be 
always maintaining a 4.0, something like that. <laughs> no matter how crazy the world gets, yeah. whatever happens, Maintain always come back with maintains a 4.0 GPA. <laughs> that's that's what matters at the yeah, end of the day. At the end of the day, uh, school over everything. Yeah. <laughs> Your girl's a 10, my son's a 4.0. Oh, there you go. Um, Damn, where did that tonight? <laughs> where did the name Pakistani Playboy come from? I swear to God, I did not plan it, do anything. Hey, hey, all oh, respect, man. Yeah. That's a good name to have. Yeah, that's no, a good it's name. not. It's, it's a like dope name. Pakistani Pandu. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> I think my friends We're doing. changing it now. Pakistani Pandu. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pandu <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm sure people would love calling me that. Um, it was uh, for one of my fights, before I had a nickname, I walked, uh, like, um, it was, my teammates always saying crazy things like uh, Labib, Labib, the Pikachu, Yasa. <laughs> like, the listen, Pikachu? Right? <laughs> random stuff, you know, there's a clown on me, right? Yeah, definitely. Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so I was um, in the tunnel, you know, you're waiting for your... your oh, you, that sounds hype. Yeah, you're, you're waiting in the tunnel to get, like, your name, the music to drop, and you walk out, right? And before you walk out, they're like, welcome, whatever, saying Labib, the Pakistani playboy Yasser. And in my head, you're so, I'm so focused. The first thing I thought was literally, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know? No. You didn't know? They announced what? it. Was without... that the referee? Like, he just chose? No. The, 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 uh, my, my, yeah. What happened was uh, my one of my best friends, Milton, um, and people like Lance and like a couple other guys on my team. <laughs> yeah. The team, the team always gives you a nickname. You can't choose your own nickname. If you okay. do, you're like... You're a loser. Not even loser, like, that it's means no one really loves you. Like, uh, no one really yeah, likes okay, you. If you okay. choose your own nickname, that means no one ever really likes Facts. you. Yeah, that <laughs> okay. means, like, no one going out there to wait a nickname. You're just, like, making up your own shit, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I walked out, and I don't know what's the beef, the Pakistani Playboy Yasser. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, like, shocked? You were just like, whoa. Yeah, I was like, this is, like, whoa. Like, Playboy? Because, like... Cause Playboy, you, Playboy uh, doesn't have no, like, when you, when you, Yeah, it doesn't have good context, first of all. And when you walk out to, like, a stadium, like... Right when they hear Playboy, everyone, like, they obviously the female audience is like, yo, like, what's good with this dude? <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. What's, your, what's your song? What do you come out to? I walk out to Jeezy Random. So I, or I'm already a boy coming out to it. Because, like, cause <laughs> the song, the song literally says, like, that's my, my, my song. I've actually never lost that song. I've ever played out. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, even a tournament in jiu-jitsu match, never lost with that song. Dang. Um, uh, I, I, he says like it's because I'm young, rich, and handsome, and like I <laughs> yeah. want the world and everything and some like like ev- like it's really like it's like my alter ego when I fight. Like when I when I'm normal. Oh yeah, you just gotta be like an I'm animal. chill. Whatever. When I when yeah. I fight, I'm cocky. I like I think I'm like like the best like yeah. living like McGregor too. Um, <laughs> like like you have to have that mentality. Like my like my mind is like oh I'm gonna win when i went i like i'm gonna get paid more one day like i'm gonna get more fame this is like a different person right when you like go into there and that was a fight where i knocked out the dude in 20 seconds and then after that happened like it's the i can't describe what it feels to yeah. ko someone from like four like three four thousand people it's like electric like yeah, it's yeah. so crazy like i had a jekyll and hyde moment where i took out my mouthpiece i chucked it on the ground and i said who the fuck wants it next like no thinking just said yeah. it Dang. i took my mouthpiece out and i threw it against the cage and like I, I slammed my chest and like i hit the cage and i and i pointed at everyone in the crowd and said i was like who wants it next right anyone yeah. and then i was still in the high even on the interview i was saying shit like no one under 25 or 22 because everyone i fight they're 27 28 uh-huh. i was like no one debuting with the same record as me wants to take a fight and i said come get these numbers right because a lot of people wouldn't accept a fight when they saw like i have fame behind me or something because they uh-huh. thought oh what if he wins like the video might blow up. So I said, come get these numbers. Like, come get it. And yeah. I was just, like, different <laughs> level. And I said, like, come get it. Like, you'll get laid out too. Like, all this crazy shit. And from there, my coach is like, 
you're the Pakistani playboy now. You said okay. all this stuff. You have yeah, to take yeah. that persona. Yeah. But right Behind after the head, no. <laughs> right after, right when the high went down, though, I was like, dude, like, to my point, I'm so like, I pop, like, I did not mean to be disrespectful in any way. <laughs> I just like, no, whatever, like, even let the like the referee know, like afterwards on like the officials, like, oh, I'm sorry if I acted out any way. Like, I would just like. The adrenaline was pumping and yeah. all this stuff, and yeah. it's like an alter ego basically when you fight. Yeah, so, like, do your parents get like concerned about? Oh yeah, your they don't. Health they don't come to any of like my fights. None oh, of really? my fights. No. Wow. Yeah, they came to my first fight when I was sixteen, and that's when I fought like a dude who was like almost thirty. He's like twenty eight, and uh-huh. I got like really banged up. Like my like my my stomach, my ribs were all messed up. And so they never came back after that. Like wow. it was really. Did bad. they not like it when you? No, like, no, they want to come though. They want to yeah. come. Yeah. By telling them don't come because I know it's how they. Were. they yeah. yeah. When they come, you just don't want them to see you when, like that. Yeah. When they come watch it, like I'll be winning or doing it. Yeah. I just my my parents are so stressed. They're so mm-hmm. stressed. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. Like my 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 the first fight I had when I was 16, the Muay Thai one, against the older dude. My mom like like grabbed the rope almost, and they're like, yo 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 yo, like this is like an actual thing, or you can't just like try to come forward. And because oh, I was getting dang. beat up bad, uh-huh. like, I was getting kneed in the chest. Like my sides were like bleeding, and, shit, and like Ooh. it was bad. So uh-huh. my pants were freaking out. Like I was okay overall. I was just getting beat up. Yeah. But my my mom was freaking out. So I was like, yo, just don't come. Like, because even I'm winning, it's gonna be hard for you to watch. Yeah. When you get hit. Yeah. Even yeah. uh uh Benny, one of the fine brothers, said I will never come watch you fight ever ever because I'll be I'll end up crying or something no matter what really? happens. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. And then and but Rafi's like he's the other brothers like yo I'm trying to come <laughs> knock someone out. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, with, like, with Benny and um, all the Fine Brothers, uh, like, Staff. I guess, mm-hmm. crew. yeah, the, the whole crew and, like, all these people from React, mm-hmm. are you guys, like, a huge family now? Yeah, yeah, very, very close. Like, Benny and Rafi, I consider them, like, my older brothers. Like, when we talk, it's, like, funny how we've, like, the relationship escalates over the years, right? Uh-huh. Like, as a kid, like, you know, they know how to keep more PG slowly like that. And then at one point, you know, like, la- like this year, like, we're talking about, I was, like, like one of the, one of them saying like yeah man like sometimes when you're like a 72 hour like binge of editing you like you gotta make some vodka with like the Red Bull and stuff and like <laughs> oh, yeah, stuff yeah, I would never I would, stuff I would never know about or like or we'll just talk about more open things or like how has life been like we almost talk like like we're like, you know brothers like that yeah but before it's almost like a father figure type person talking like oh Lib I think you should do this oh I'm proud of you for doing that they're still like oh, they always like they'll send me a DM or like my birthday card. They'll be like, like they always say like the most sweetest things. Like, like, like Benny said, like one of the honors of my life was to see you grow up. Like, I was like, that got oh, me emotional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So it was cool seeing yeah. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it cool like interacting with like the kids react people and then the elders react? Yeah, yeah. The the, the my favorite are definitely the 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 elders. Yeah, the elders, I'm sure. <laughs> the elders because like they have so much wisdom and like yeah. uh, they're funny, dude. Dude, they're, they're so funny, yeah, bro. They funny. have like think about it. We think we're all slick. They've been seeing this stuff for eighty years. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they know yeah. the ins and outs of every book. They know Complete me like the back different of their hand. Perspective. Exactly. Yeah. So like they say the funniest stuff, and at the same time they have so much knowledge. You know, they've been through everything. Yeah. So it's, it's, I love seeing it, and the kids, um, like kids like Lucas or Sydney. Like, oh, Lucas is so funny. <laughs> kids dude. a clown. Kids energy. A clown. Yeah, energy. Yeah, energy. No, it's natural. Like yeah. doing that as a kid, what they're doing. Their clout is on a different level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five and I got 500k followers. Like, you know, how do you yeah. Think it? So, yeah. They all got like social media. And social everything. media, they're popping. They go to VidCon. VidCon, right? they yeah. got managers, they got all this stuff. Oh my God. It's crazy. crazy. And yeah. I'm like, dude, you're popping off harder than this me. This is like the new Disney channel, dude. If you YouTube is a new Disney. Like, this is a new thing. Because yeah. all these kids are like, you know, oh, I grew up doing React. And I mean, like, 13 million subscribers dude, a lot is no them, joke. Yo, dude, a lot of them are assigned to like LA models or like, w like big big Word. things yeah. it's crazy i'm wow. like 
it's cool seeing it a lot of the parents do they're very cool like like you know like stage parents like they like very like, involved exactly uh, yeah. but these parents a lot of them i react dude because like i react they're pretty straight up like the hr department is chill like if you don't they'll cut people like whatever like they just won't hit you back up like uh-huh. they'll ghost you yeah. so if you're cool they bring everyone back and like all the parents are cool the vibe is cool like when i go and i love filming it's like like i'm literally like gonna be chilling with my homies and film some videos it's really yeah. fun is there any uh is there any beef that happens in the with the reactors within the reactors yeah um not really i'm sure there's like petty beef between like some yeah. people like oh like why do you text her or something but like, <laughs> oh, just like normal. Friends. Yeah, normal thing. But okay. one thing, I'll, I'll never get involved in anything. And wise words to all my boys out there: never shit where you eat. Always keep business and everything else separate. That's okay. always got to sell everyone. Um, okay. So from from this point on, like, what's what's your next big thing? Like, what are you striving for currently? My next big thing. And my like, what's the ultimate thing. goal too? I mean, kind of talked about, like, you know, combining all those, Mm -hmm. but, like, what's your next, like, big project? Like, what are you looking at? My next big project, so, fortunately, like, the last couple months have been really great with the whole YouTube thing. Um, The channel's been growing really fast and, you know, blowing up, basically. And I have a idea for, like, a new genre of vlog that I want to make and a couple series, which I won't say yet because I want to surprise people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... And, you know, people like Casey Neistat really revolutionized the game. Oh, Everyone definitely. was walking around with the little power minnow thing, vlogging like Shay Carl and stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then now everyone carries a full DSLR with the, you know, road mic. Like everyone, you have one, have Tom one have one, everyone has one now. <laughs> and the Gorilla Pod, everyone yeah. has one now. Because he, he basically told everyone, yo, step up, step up your game. Yeah. And now his vlogs are pretty average if you think about it compared to a lot of people. Yeah. Like um, one of my homies, Set the Justin Escalana, like he has some crazy stuff. My friend Robert Lopez, these guys make better stuff than him in my opinion. He just has that name that people watch his stuff. He does some cool beat matching. He has like a lot of interns who do it for him. So like he has the ability to make some crazy stuff. But I know dudes on a personal level on at home with Premiere and After Effects killing the game. Hmm. So he revolutionized the game. And then we have guys currently... <clears throat> like david dobrik doing like uh skit type vlogs getting like legitimate actors like josh peck you know full on like a show basically yeah very animated even brothers like i know people don't like them but you can't hate on success logan paul and jake paul mm-hmm. they're masterminds and social media marketing they're crazy masterminds yeah jake paul created his own mc within his house on his own people can say he's stupid or whatever he's not he's a smart guy he knows exactly what he's doing he's friends with gary vaynerchuk one of the smartest social media guys are they really they're yeah, yeah they're good he friends. came in they're an episode friends. yeah they're very yeah. smart guys very very smart guys people can retweet whatever they want at the end of the day they're working harder than you that's it yeah and they know what they're doing you might not like his message i don't think he's a good guy he says a lot of stupid stuff but just because someone's positive or negative in the world doesn't decrease their smartness there's yeah. been a lot of <laughs> bad people who've been smart in this you know in the world yeah. so i think they've revolutionized the game and i want to do something like similar i'm thinking what i want to do because cinematic vlogging is getting old. Being super extra on a camera is getting old. So I have I have an idea that I want to do. Let's see what okay. happens with wow. that. And uh-huh. d- just to like uh, go off of what you were saying. I let's think just, say, that, let's uh, just say drones are involved. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> like the filming drones, right? Not yeah. Like the- <laughs> no, not those. Not those. <laughs> drones taking over the world. The BB gang drones. The BB gang drones flying over. No, but um, like uh, with if you look at, for example, Justin Bieber, like when he was coming up, and he was like a younger guy and a lot of people were like okay this guy is setting such a bad example for kids because they're all like younger kids following him mm-hmm. and then he like got older and then he's now changed. he like he chilled out mm-hmm. i feel like that can be the same case with like 
you know the Paul brothers or whatever. And exactly, like, dude. It's like, this is what's getting their Listen, cloud up, and then I can't. I sometimes when I hear these normal high school kids this talk, people like Libra and the Paul brothers, I'm like, man, you literally have zero credibility to speak. Yeah. You smoke weed every day. You sit on the couch. You, you do the same sh- thing. You don't <laughs> do shit except you're not famous. Yeah. And you don't make money like them. You're not working. You're not working as hard as them, dude. I don't care what they say. These kids work crazy They're hard. Logan Paul and Jake Paul were both varsity high school wrestlers too who went to college. That alone, alone knowing, is they have a work ethic these kids would never know a day. About. You yeah. wrestled in high school. You wrestled too, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what it is to cut oh, weight. Definitely. All that stuff. And just doing that and then doing what they do now, like, like no, they're gonna chill they out. They know the work. Yeah, think about dudes like Justin Bieber. You were literally the most famous person on earth at nineteen. You can gra- get any model you want, and if you want to, you just have to double tap on her pay- on her photo on Instagram, <laughs> and she's yours. Literally, I'm I'm being honest. That's what they have to do. And they can get and, and you still and him just smoking weed and racing a little bit is crazy. People do that eleventh grade with no jobs mm-hmm. and passing high school with the one we're just in the spotlight. That's of like it. That's every it. Yeah, person. and they're a normal yeah. person too, man. And like, they have more stresses, more pressures than anybody else. So if you're gonna sometimes wild out, smoke a little bit, and race, you're that doesn't define you your whole life. That's one chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do I, you guys have anything else that you want to kind of yeah offer Labib if there's two any? questions? Okay, so one question is like. So I know you started your kind of fan base, Labibi gang. Mm-hmm. How's that going? What like what are you doing around mm-hmm. that? You know, what do you do for them usually in your videos? Like, so it started more re- uh, actually with the uh, Zindagi vlogs. So I for a long time my channel didn't have a direction. I was doing random things, uh, random videos, whatever I felt like. Mm-hmm. But then once I actually got a DM from like a fan anonymously who's like straight up set me up straight. Like, I was like, yo, I love your work ethic and stuff, but your channel is not going anywhere because you're not you don't know what you're doing yet. And she broke everything down, saying like, "Oh, you do a podcast, but it's kind of weak. It's like you're, you're attempting to it, but it's half-assed." I was like, "You're right." Another thing went on: you do videos, but there's no direction to where you're taking your channel. I was like, "You're correct." So literally everything was positive, but set me up straight, and like it, I kind of freaked out that night. Like I was like, "You're right. I'm not gonna get anywhere with the way I'm going." So from there, I was like, "You know what? I need to like appreciate, understand yeah. what I'm doing with the fans." And like what it is for the channel, then the whole like Zindagi vlog started. I was like Zindagi, no one does an Urdu ba- like Zindagi's my life. Zindagi with Labib, it's my own vlog, my own taste. You know what I mean? I just document what I'm doing. I don't try to be extra. Like I fight, I train, I go- do YouTube videos, and I just document it. Mm. Just I want to see how it is and start picking up. And then from there, I was like, you know what, Labibi gang, it's a thing. Started popping off more because the whole Pakistani video that I was doing. Yeah. And future things I have is uh, is merch is happening. I'm working Sweet. on that. Definitely want to do merch because my sister's into fashion and stuff. Ooh. And she does a lot of the clothes I wore on Instagram are designed by her. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then I have I have a couple ideas that I want to do more with the whole like Labibi game thing. Like right, my one of my goals is to create my own creative agency. So I have like two projects coming up that I'm gonna do on my own for the first time, like my clients. So that's gonna tie into it too. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, my second question, I guess, would be like if you don't mind, but behind all the monetization of mm-hmm. the youtube videos and what you get like do you think it's like a sustainable thing could people like you know come into la and try to do is it easy hard difficult like it's definitely difficult but once you find the right niche or whatever i think anyone can make it anyone can make it mm-hmm. i'm not like i'm not foosy or something but like yeah. i think i think anyone can become a millionaire off of youtube why not what's so different about yeah. me you rice gum he figured it out watch rice gum's first vlog he's um vlogging with the canon like s90 power shot 100 camera doesn't know what he's doing but he found what he wanted to do 
he found what he wanted to do his first vlog he was hyped up oh we got a thousand views in a day's guy in a day 24 hours we got 50 likes or something something like that yeah and look at him now anyone can do it once you find the path and you start beating on it it's gonna it happens same thing like uh my mom was always saying like labib your vlogs only get three thousand views a day or something i'm like okay and what's the point like yeah. it's gonna keep going keep going and i don't know my video got like a hundred thousand views right the next one got four hundred thousand views yeah. the next one got like 500 i was like i'm telling you just keep being the stick it's gonna happen once you figure out what you're doing it happens it's sustainable and, and like it, it's happening like 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 this trip i'm on right now my flight was paid for i'm getting paid to be out here my hotel room is free they pay for all my food and they gave me spending money per day for like i was a surprise and i was like that's ideal dude yeah i yeah. and i never thought in a million years i could want this i would get this opportunity in my lifetime yeah wow. i think it. what's cool is that you're just sort of like a lot of people they'll be like you know oh i want to start vlogging now but they don't actually have something yes. to like offer it <laughs> but it's like with you i mean what i when i really started like you know really liking your and starting to get to know you <laughs> was when you started doing uh your ramadan like every single day yeah. vlogs and i was like oh my god this guy is fasting and then he's also training, uh, training and everything mm -hmm. and that reminded me of like wrestling we days wrestling back in days, high yeah. school it, i used to do the same thing i was like yo this guy is so relatable mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was just so fun watching you and i'll be I'm real like, about it like you're like, just doing your life mm -hmm. you know i didn't i didn't fast during ramadan uh, during during vidcon it was last day in ramadan uh -huh. i told everyone yeah. i'm not fasting because i can't i'm just passed out while i'm driving right and like and i'm the type like you said i'll tr i'll fast during training mm. but like i'm realistic with it i'm not gonna know the guys like oh you know um, I, I fasted during Ramadan too. No, man, I was eating pretzels and cheese at VidCon during the, at the back because I was like, I yeah. can't. I have to drive. I have three kids in the car with me. I'm not going to take the responsibility of three dudes in me and sleepy and driving. Yeah. I'm, mm -hmm. I can't fast at it. That's what's respectable is because, like, you keep it honest and you keep yeah. it real. And that's what's cool about, like, Always. the vlogs. Like, you know, about the sustainability thing that you're saying. It's like, mm -hmm. it's not like he's, you know, trying to make something out of nothing. It's mm -hmm. like he's living his life mm -hmm. and you're just and, vlogging and it and it's I, helping you. Whenever success happens, I show it. Like, yeah. um, Oh, Back yeah. in January, I got this, uh, I, I did this, um, this uh, project, the first ever like huge thing I got with, uh, with Microsoft and this company called IMG uh, and William Morris Endeavor. Like there's this huge, huge agency, right? Like they manage like Gigi Hadid and shit and like crazy stuff. They just bought the UFC too. And I shared it with everyone. I was like, yo, like they literally sent me an Escalade from my house to go to like Palm Springs or like Abercrombie and shit. And it's I was crazy. like, I'm gonna share this. Like this yeah, is, yeah. I was like, this is the craziest thing in my life. They took me out yeah. to a dinner. It was like a four hundred dollar steak. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. I've never. No, and that's. I was cool. chilling it's with like... you know like, Lenar and stuff, like you know Lenar from Vine and uh like uh have you seen the like the Chief Keef welcome to Disney Channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there. Like I was kicking okay, it with him. Yeah, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. I'm gonna vlog this. I would never. Yeah. I'm not used to this. I'm exactly. Since, that's since, what he's like, I'm not used to this. I'm not gonna act like I've I lived this life. This company sent a. Uh, an Escalade picked me up from my house in the morning to somewhere in Santa Monica mm. like I've never had that in my life yeah. so I'm gonna let everyone know this is insane sure. guys they just picked me up from my house they this chef just went outside and got a fresh orange and made juice for me <laughs> that might sound so weird it's DJ but, Khaled stuff but I'm like no that's crazy this guy made me fresh orange juice who am I for him to make me fresh orange juice I'm gonna let everyone know this is nuts yeah, yeah that's awesome dude yeah so I let people know that's what's awesome dude um and you know, I, I wish you, and I think all of us just wish mm -hmm. you the best of luck. Same we to you guys, in, inshallah, brother. Inshallah. Yeah, <laughs> no, honestly, dude, I there's too much success and money in this world, and everyone can get it. I don't, I don't. There's too much. There's trillions yeah. of dollars. Mm -hmm, yeah. There's no reason not everyone can have a piece of that. You know, and just I mean? being like, I, I love that. You know, you're you were just like so 
open and everything mm-hmm. i remember four years ago i sent you a video that i did in pakistan called we belong and you were just like you know this was awesome you weren't like uh-huh. and i didn't have any followers then either and it was just like i just respected you because it's just like we look out for each other mm-hmm. coming from like a similar background mm-hmm. everything like Definitely. that and that's what's up just like being friends and like doing this podcast and stuff like that like very, that's what, very organic nothing yeah. if anyone's listening to this who follows me or Faraz or uh, shami or Dar, like none of this is like orchestrated or like nothing this is organic yeah. guys this, this is a million dollar deal that we did with Labib. <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is like, yeah i'm not like oh yeah guys they they, they had to t- contact my manager and make sure i could approve for this they literally met the yeah. fb producers at, at, at a restaurant i was like yo i'm yeah. gonna go just chill with my boys right now like we met through twitter instagram i just yeah. on snapchat I, I think I literally hit up Xiaomi like, yo, what's your numbers? Yeah, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like a host like, <laughs> messaging you on Snapchat right now. He was like, yeah, like, I don't want to be a Snapchat host. Let me get yeah, your yeah, number. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. yeah, so literally, like, this is organic. I, I want to meet them because they're cool guys and we're here. That's it. Simple. Yeah, that's what's up, Dude. man. Do you have any th- last words, anything you want to say to the people? Mm, just always uh, do what you want. I mean, you can get anything you want in this lifetime. It's Nothing's impossible, man. Like, it, Life is crazy. Do whatever you want. I'm in... It's still true. I'm in Pennsylvania, like just doing a podcast, the most random ass <laughs> subjects ever in my life. Yeah. Like I, I was telling Tom and the rest of the gang, like we're sitting here on our way to this thing. Do you ever think about what all, all the events in your life led you up to this moment? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, pretty crazy. Dude, yeah. You never know. All the moments That's in your just... life led up to you just doing this right now where you are. Word That's up. crazy. Word yeah. Up. So I was like, anything's possible. Yeah. So that's all I got to tell people. If you want to do something, someone says you can't tell them you ain't, sh- they ain't shit, do it and then flex on them. That's it. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, everything's at Labib Yasser, L-A-B-I-B-Y-A-S-I-R. That's my Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Everything's the same. Say your slogan. Awesome. Yeah. Say your slogan. Awesome. Oh, uh, stay, 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 oh, stay safe, stay savage. Hey. Peace. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, and last question we always ask this at the end of every podcast. Um, if you could describe yourself in any flavor, what flavor would it be and why? Hmm. You say Red Bull, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking of this one flavor. Coffee. Um, Coffee. I don't know if there's a name of a flavor. Whatever that question Whatever, means to you. Yeah. It, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like an ice cream flavor or anything. Just any flavor in general. I w- think the flavor wow. I am is depending on the person. Because to a lot of people, I'm the most cocky, narcissistic person who posts like Instagram model pictures. Or they think I'm like a kid who trains and whatever. What flavor is that? Yeah, what flavor is that? I don't know the name. It's the flavor is really up to you. It's describe it. Describe it. It's like if you were to flavor. taste it. If I were to taste it, I think it, you're right? thinking the manager special. So is, it, is it the it mystery? The mystery flavor. Not the mystery, mystery flavor. flavor. Not the mystery flavor, flavor of the day. Because the mystery flavor still has a flavor. True. Yeah. It's gonna still the same taste. The same. Everywhere. Like I chose mint chocolate chip. He was well. You. I don't think you've ever even yeah. done it. Um, well, he, this girl said I was. Uh, what do you call? She had like a, a way to um, describe people. She said I was. I was chocolate chip. She says you're kind of vanilla, but there's something special to you. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, but that's still too low. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, you know what? Um, hmm, what am I? I'll go with you know what, salted caramel. Okay. S- most people are happy when they see me, but some people are so salty. <laughs> I love it, uh, Labib. Thank you again so much for joining this us. This was awesome, man. Um, I, I don't know, what did like an hour or something just flew by. Yeah, like it was the, it's it's about exactly an hour. It's been fifty fifty eight minutes. Damn, look at that timing. Um, this was this was a blast. Um, yeah, everybody, really please fun. go follow Labib. Watch his videos. Support him. Um, he's doing big things and big things coming up. Inshallah, bro. Inshallah. Um, Inshallah.
This has been another episode of Strange Flavors. Join us next time when we talk to another stranger with another flavor. Hey, watch out. Rookie but a threat, I'm Lonzo. Coming like a swarm, grab a poncho. Six want the P Garbanzo. Look what we have here. I'm checked out, man. Where's the cashier? You know life's still doing all the same things. Chasing thoughts well, now they can't think. Boy, why you always want to be annoyed? Didn't you say nobody would hear me? Now you are out here to complain about the noise. Hold up. I might just buy you a toy so I can Rick roll you in a Rolls Royce. I'm a free man, got the Morgan voice, and I'm more my poise, but you gave me no choice. I'm killing all these kids like a brother pro choice. They said I'm trying to copy just rain When I grew my hair in a bun, I was Zane Then I got a bunch of the statements the same You represent a culture, don't you feel ashamed? What the father told me, don't worry Judging by the cover, they don't even know the story We just did a show that I wouldn't have afforded Man, if they knew my bars were the bomb, I'd get deported Yikes They, they weren't there and your, your heart and mind Could have been with your mom on that night To a certain extent um, I'm not going to use that as an excuse Obviously, I would like to be with my family But at the same time, you know I know it was a big game, I knew I had to come to play, and obviously I didn't, and uh, that's all we lost. <laughs> Never did I plan without a purpose, Baba was the only man that ever made me nervous. They say I got claws, now I only scratch the surface, I got waves trying to knock me, I gotta keep it surfing. Tell me if you see me finish second, what if, it's like you know my brand, I ain't threatened. I live, make it out of Maryland, there's crabs in a bucket, I can do it out of Maryland, I came up from the rugged, I got it. Hollywood, all up in the flesh, son, say my name in Bel Air, they point you to the fresh one. I don't need a map to your city I'm trying to get my city on a map like Biggie And make sure hijabis always feel pretty Get America hit, but I'm not a hippie Got a timid turn around if, but there's Vicky <laughs> I'm trying too hard, I got a simmer Yeah, if you need a lighter, call Shimmer If you need your lights out, call me, I'm a sinner I don't need a rollie if you know me or a Benz I'm focused on a vision, you got caught up in the lens Shout out to the rents, I ain't never paid rent I see Pakistan throw iron, that don't really make sense I miss my sleep cause my dreams were boarding Just call me in the morning to tell me that it's morning Champ of the world if it was. If it was.